Arrested DevOps, Episode 22, DevOps Days Chicago. I am your co-host, Matt Stratton, at Matt Stratton on Twitter. And I'm your co-host, Trevor Hess, at Trevor G. Hess on Twitter. Arrested DevOps is brought to you by 10th Magnitude, a cloud services company that figures if you're listening to this podcast, then you are pretty cool. You can find out about joining their cloud services team at 10thMagnitude.com. This episode is also sponsored by PagerDuty. PagerDuty eliminates the noise, chaos, and manual processes across the entire incident lifecycle to decrease resolution time. PagerDuty is trusted by companies like Etsy, Nike, and GitHub. To sign up for a free 30-day trial, visit ArrestedDevOps.com PagerDuty. This episode is sponsored by Redgate Software as well. Redgate makes tools that bring the benefits of continuous delivery, safe releases, efficient development, and fast feedback to your database. Find out more about database lifecycle management, download free trials, and browse the database delivery learning program at arresteddevops.com redgate. So we are coming to you from day two of the very first DevOps Days Chicago. We've got a full room of people who are joining us, so room, make some noise. <laughs> got some folks who are going to uh, talk to us about their experiences. This is, as I said, the very first DevOps Days that took place in Chicago. It is the second DevOps Days in the Midwest, as the first DevOps Days in the Midwest was DevOps Days Minneapolis, and we'll have a link to our show about that in the show notes. Trevor, have you been to a DevOps Days before? No, this is my first DevOps Days, and I need to project again like I'm in theater. <laughs> So also joining us normally, um, I'm going to kind of go around people who are sitting at the table with us. Paul? Uh, this is Paul Reed, uh, Sober Build, and on Twitter. I'm defecting from the ship show <laughs> and joining Arrested DevOps for one episode. Hi, I'm Mark Cornick, uh, at Mark Cornick on Twitter. I was an Ignite speaker at the conference, and I'm returning to my hometown of Chicago after a long time away. I'm uh, Michael Ducey, at M-F-D-I-I, the hardest uh, Twitter handle there is. Uh, and I'm uh, returning to Chicago uh, after being gone from Chicago for about seven years. Hey, this is Jason Hand, uh, at Jason Hand on Twitter, um, evangelist for Victor Ops, and just sort of excited to be here at another DevOps Days event. Also, this is as good a time as any to introduce the fact that uh, Michael Ducey is the new special field correspondent for Arrested DevOps. So basically, anytime there's a thing that Ducey's going to be at that Trevor and I can't be at, then we're just going to tap him and he can represent. So it's yes. a lot of responsibility with no glamour. It's <laughs> kind of like I'm the Walter Cronkite of DevOps now. Pretty much, yeah. I think yeah. that's a fair statement. Good night and good luck. Good night. And good day. <laughs> Mark, um, have you been to a DevOps Days before? Yes, actually, I have been on kind of a DevOps Days tour this year. I've gone to several, uh, including the one you mentioned in Minneapolis, Boston, New York, and Pittsburgh earlier in the year. Um, and every, every one I've been to has been great in its own way. Uh, for anyone who hasn't been to these DevOps Days conferences before, the way I would summarize it is, it's highly focused on learning stuff. It's uh, full of opportunities to participate. The uh, open space format is very good for that. And it's also inexpensive. I have not paid more than $100 for a ticket to any of these conferences. So if there's one in your area and uh, you want to go, you really should go check it out. It's, uh, you know, the one in New York was actually only one day this year, but usually it's two days uh, with a combination of uh, invited talks in the morning and an open space in the afternoon so and, and again it's very much focused on talking with people learning stuff 
there are sponsors, but they're not here to pitch stuff to you. They're just here to uh, to be part of it, on, you know, on the same terms as everyone else. So uh, de- definitely something worth checking out if you've never been here before. So I, I wanted to ask too, uh, Ducey, so you, you talked earlier today about kind of what you've seen as the, the journey or the development of DevOps in the Midwest. And I'd like to, if you wouldn't mind kind of reiterating that, Exactly verbatim, word for word, what you said before. Oh, okay, good. Uh, it's luckily, luckily, I wrote all that down, so I can do that very easily. Uh, no, it's been an interesting journey. So the Midwest, typically, and there's actually some data that uh, Donnie Burkholz of Red Monk has actually put together and wrote a pretty nice blog post on. The Midwest tends to be a little bit of a laggard in technology adoption, right? Uh, San Francisco is, well, nobody understands where San Francisco is. They're so far in the future. Um, Jay, Jay, Paul, do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. no, we, we don't even know where we are. Right, sometimes. All, all the cool kids in Selma are doing something. We yeah. don't know what it is. And then New York picks up on things a little bit faster, I think, than we in the Midwest do. Uh, but what's interesting is like there's been a, a, a good journey over the last two years of DevOps meetups getting spun up and actually being very successful. Uh, DevOps Minneapolis is actually one of the largest um, uh, meetups in the country. DevOps Chicago is actually a very strong meetup as well, and we see a lot of activity there. And what I don't think people really realize is, is and sometimes us in Chicago don't realize it as well, or us in the Midwest, is like we, we're doing a lot of really cool, awesome stuff here. Um, we don't always get together to talk about it, and that is starting to change. And I think the whole the idea of DevOps culture and collaboration and sharing is, is something that we start to see that change take place. um, This is Paul. I've been to a lot of DevOps days uh, in different parts of the country, too, and we were at Minneapolis. And I think the thing that I find most interesting about these events in the Midwest is, you know, um, you go to uh, meetups in the Bay Area or in Seattle, um, and uh, it's like you talk to people, and this is fine, but they're they're doing like Airbnb for their for your cat stuff like that. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But what's interesting that I, I think you know uh, Minneapolis, like Target is based there. I think people forget there's like a futures exchange in Chicago. Um, there's a lot of uh, really industries that are doing important things that are um, very related to sort of like the backbone of the country in those those cities. Mm-hmm. And I think we often forget that. Yep. And so the the topics that they are talking about and the way that they frame the problems that they have are actually very interesting and actually very important for the people on the coast. It's not just about, you know, Uber for Furbies, whatever it is, right? Um, you know, so, so I think that's actually really important. You get a very uh, different perspective and a very important perspective yeah. when you come to events. Like, like there's a lot of large enterprises that tend to come out of the woodwork at the Midwest type event. So and you, that you didn't know were actually based there. And it's right. like, wow. Yeah, so we saw Allstate, uh, people from Allstate this week, Kroger, McDonald's, uh, Kohl's. Kohl's sent Kohl's. a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, there are a lot of people from yeah. Kohl's. So it's really interesting to see. Crate like, and Barrel. Crate and Barrel. These, these, what you would see, like, legacy enterprise companies coming out to these events and wanting to learn and wanting to make themselves better. And just very, I think that's this awesome. is a funny story. I was talking with the, the gentleman that was here, like, from Crate and Barrel, and, and I had just ordered wine glasses not two weeks ago, and, I, and he was asking me, really, so how was the checkout experience? And I said, actually, it wasn't that good. There was a problem, and he said, oh, this is really good feedback because we had to make a change related to how we handle cookies, blah, 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 blah. So we were funneling everyone through our mobile site. And then he was like, here's the test credit card number. 
go place an order again and give me the order number so I can go research like your problem? And I was like, wow, okay, I will go do that. So it's kind of funny. Like you talk to people that, that are actually, you, you are using their products and services all the time. You may not even know it. And you meet them at these Midwestern DevOps meetings. It's really cool. And one thing I would also point out at both Minneapolis and here, one of the things we always do at the beginning of DevOps days is just get a show of hands. Is this your first time at a DevOps oh, days? Yeah. And both Minneapolis and here, by far, you know, majority of the room, this is their first time. So I think that's a, you know, also a good indicator of what's going on around here. Yeah, I was really, I have to say, so, um, I guess I didn't put the, 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 the thing at the beginning of this is, so I am one of the organizing committee for DevOps Day Chicago. And in a little bit, we kind of might talk a little bit about the history of how this came to be, or at least how I kind of remember that it came to be, and I'm gonna mess it up, but that's okay. And I was thinking a little bit when Ducey was saying like, you know, like we're doing cool stuff and like nobody talks about it. And I have to admit that like, I kind of sold my town a little short when we were doing some of the planning because I was thinking about it and I was like, again, thinking about just sort of what I knew and I'm like, you know what? There's some like basic stuff that we just gotta make sure everybody knows and blah, blah, blah. And, and I think a lot of the, the, I mean, the talks were all great and stuff like that, but I was really, uh, and, I, and other people told me the same thing, we're really impressed with the maturity that the space is in when we saw the stuff in the open spaces, mm -hmm. you know, um, like someone was telling me they were in the, the post-mortem open space and it got really advanced, really fast. And I'm sitting there, like I proposed that one and I will fully admit that I was being a total asshole. I was like the, all right, we gotta learn about blameless post-mortems here because nobody knows that shit. And it was like, <laughs> nope, dummy, we know that. We know it's so good that we got better ideas than Etsy. You know, not, not that anybody said that, but maybe they do. So I have been just blown away by our community here. I mean, by the level of interest, the level of knowledge, the turnout, you know, I mean, we had over 300 people here and that was our time we sold out and we turned people away you know i mean we had to say like we we, we tried you know but there were people who were like we just don't have room i mean that room was full and and Ducey pointed out to me this morning he said the turnout today today's the second day he said that's a great second day turnout like yeah. i don't have the numbers but i oh, would yeah. say it was pretty close to almost all the same people yeah you know you see that as and and um you know i i helped uh i was one on the committee with Silicon Valley DevOps days and um, we were talking about holding it over a Friday and a Saturday because you, you do lose a lot of people that second day because a lot of times they, even if it's not weekend right it's two days away from work maybe they can only take a day I was very surprised that the room was there weren't you know big bare spots in the room uh, today in the morning talks it was very full um, so yeah I was I was surprised by that in, in a very happy way Another thing that was, so um, uh, so Mark alluded to this and said kind of a common structure of DevOps days is kind of speaker track in the morning and then open spaces in the afternoon, which is the, the format that we followed. And when we went to go do the open spaces, you know, again, we said, how many people have participated in an open or have not? And it was pretty much everybody. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, there was a small handful of people had done it before, but I would say the vast majority. And it was, it was kind of a little rough to get it started, but they were really, really well attended. And at last night's evening event, I'd say there were at least half a dozen people that came up to me that said, I gotta tell you, I thought that sounded so dumb. <laughs> you know, I was like, how could you do that? 
and I completely changed my mind once I did it. And then today, when we went to do the open spaces, it was like way more like, first of all, everybody kind of understood how the organizing went, but people were invested in like, okay, I got stuff I want to talk about. I know how that works. So I was I was pretty pretty excited. Um, there was a lot of chatter at the event last night um, about open spaces, and people were talking about what they wanted to present for an open space, or if people thought it would be a good idea for an open space, if people would be interested in going. It was really interesting to, to kind of hear that conversation take place. Yeah, and I can kind of say, like, I had that same experience. You know, I've been, this is my fourth or fifth one this year, um, and I was one of those guys who just didn't think it was, you know, going to be that interesting or that useful, and maybe it was a little bit intimidating to try to go to these uh, little spaces where you don't know anybody and you just sort of want to ask questions. But honestly, now that's my favorite part of these types of events, and just having the, those types of engaging conversations, I think, um, you know, is the most useful part of these. Yeah, I'll absolutely agree with Jason on that, and I'll say, you know, going into my first open space experience, my feelings were very similar, and. Uh, I myself am a fairly introverted person, and uh, one of the first open spaces that I went to in Minneapolis was by uh, Tom Duffield from Chef talking about how can you enjoy things like open spaces and tech conferences when you're an introvert. I'm like, okay, sign me up. Uh, and as a result, here I am. I did an Ignite talk. I'm here on this podcast, you know. So even if you're a type of person who thinks, you know, this scares me to death because I'm not that kind of person, you know. Give it a shot. You'll be pleasantly surprised, I bet. So from our studio audience, who has, was this your very first DevOps days? So I would say of the, yeah, pretty much almost everybody who's sitting in the room with us, it was their first time. So would one of you who was your first time like to come up and tell us your, your thoughts? Don't be shy. Come on. Just introduce yourself and uh, just tell us a little bit about what your experience has been like. Yeah, uh, my name's Justin Smith. I'm a developer from here in Chicago. Uh, this is my uh, my first DevOps days. Um, I'm kind of on the the outer skirts of this and trying to learn more about it. Uh, it's a really awesome community here. Um, the the talks have been great. The open spaces have been amazing. Uh, what what you were saying earlier about uh, even being more introverted, uh, it, it's still a really great chance to get out, uh, kind of get out of your shell and talk with people a little more and get exposed to different ideas. What would you say, um, this being your first one, so what were your expectations? Like, what, what did you think you were getting yourself into, you know, 48 hours ago when you first walked into the Sears Tower yeah, 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 sort of yeah. yesterday morning? Yeah. I, I like that you called it Sears. <laughs> <laughs> what else would you call it? Yeah. <laughs> we can edit that out. If, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The name that shall not be spoken to. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had never heard of open spaces before, uh, so I thought this was going to be just kind of run the mill conference. Yeah. Somebody gets up and talks at you. Yeah. And uh, that that's it. You go have some drinks at night, and then you go home. Um, but it, it really, uh, you know, it, it brings a lot of people out of the woodwork to get the open spaces going. And you get you, you get nice topics that maybe aren't full enough for a whole uh, a whole presentation, but it's still stuff that needs to be talked about in the space, which I think is really valuable. Which uh, open spaces did you participate in? Uh, so I actually went to the postmortem one yesterday. Uh, it was awesome. Um, I went to the introvert uh, one that you talked about. Um, they, they did that one again here. And what was the third one? I'm blanking right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Another one. <laughs> um, yeah, all, all really interesting, though. 
Excellent. Yeah, one of the things that, uh, so Michael Lanyon, who's one of the co-organizers, feels very strongly about is, you know, we said that the badges do not say attendee, they say participant. And that's because DevOps Days is a participants conference. Yes, there are the times when people are giving this, the, the, the talks, but they're intended to be interactive. And that was, you know, this morning's first talk, you know, Randy's talk was intended to be very interactive. You know, it was sort of, she, you know, switched up to say it was supposed to be about DevOps therapy. We didn't quite get into all of it, but I think they're actually, right now, while we're doing this, I think they're having their therapy session. I mean, <laughs> part of her presentation, she actually did ask for, like, you know, horror stories and things. Yeah. And that was the end of it, which is, you know, um, nice, especially sort of uh, first talk of the second day gets people kind of, you know, out of the out of shell, woken up, you know, sort of thing. And we were all a little hungover, I think, too. Yeah, <laughs> so it gets, gets so things kind of going. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> a, a quick digression, because people always ask. So first of all, um, one of the things, like, people ask the, the venue that it was in. Um, I think somebody said that this was the highest DevOps days they've ever been yeah. in, which they meant 37th. Yeah. This is not Colorado or Washington yet. Um, but or, Devo or DevOps days Amsterdam. Right, yeah. exactly, yes. Uh, but no, the, and, and in fact, if you search the, the hashtag, which I also love, Deep Dish DevOps, Deep Dish DevOps yeah. you will see people were posting photos just beautiful photos. Yeah, of, we were on of, the thirty uh, seventh floor of the Sears Tower. Yeah, in downtown Chicago, so it, and so. and so the the uh, venue space was awesome. But then the other thing that I loved uh, the the evening event was like a blast back to my childhood. There were some photos like uh, you know it was it um, what, what's what's it it's called, called a beer case. So yeah, and they just had uh, you know dig dug and. Uh, uh, Joust and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Simpsons game and you know and Tron oh Tetris uh, yeah we did that it was a lot of fun I, the funniest comment there was like if you've played the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle before right it's a lot harder when you're not 10 years old to like crowd around this <laughs> to play the game so uh, that was a little weird but uh, yeah that it was a great event uh, lots of fun so I want to talk a little bit about the the organizing story. So actually, uh, I'm going to ask Aaron and Shannon to come pull up a little bit. So a couple of the co-organizers are, are here. And I'm going to try to, I may get some of the details of this wrong, and, and Ducey knows some of them as well, so feel free to, to jump in. So my involvement with DevOps Day Chicago, I believe, was started in about April of last year, March or April, and I think I emailed Ducey and said, hey, do you know, like, why isn't there a DevOps stage Chicago? Or do you know anything about there being one? And he's like, actually, yeah, we're kind of working on a thing. You know, I can put you in touch with, well, actually, it started with the, I'm trying to help do a thing. And then I think he's like, well, I'm going to do Minneapolis instead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so uh, Jerry Cattell, one of the organizers, has has given me trouble about this. I made the statement that uh, DevOps Chicago, while it was a strong meetup and it actually one of the first DevOps meetups in the country. It's a little flaky at times, and that's the statement that I made. And Jerry's, and this is of course like on tape and recorded yeah. and everything. <laughs> and Jerry's like, oh, so we're a little flaky, are we? <laughs> but um, we had found a pretty strong and consistent community, and so I had wanted to do a DevOps days in the yep. Midwest, and we had found a pretty strong, consistent community in Minneapolis. And we had a meetup, and we do uh, social mixers at our DevOps days or our DevOps meetups. And we were at a social mixer, and there were about four people standing around, and we were talking about doing DevOps days. And Bridget Crumholt put her hand up, and she's like, "I'll organize it." And we're like, "All right, go!" go. Right. And yeah. so the nice thing was, is like, we had talked about doing it in Chicago for a little while, but there was like, 
nobody who was like passionate enough to pick it up and take it on. And I don't live in Chicago. I don't live in Minneapolis, so it's hard for me to like manage it remotely. Um, yeah, and that, that's what it was. It was kind of a funny. So thing. it was like, like yeah. you you stepped up. You said you're going to do it, and you took it over, and that's what we needed, right? As yeah, and, and that was the thing. I reached out to, to Patrick, and he said, "Oh, well, there had been some talk in 2013, so yeah. I can give you the names of the people who had been." Interested, and this is where I'm going to get the things not completely right of who was it. But I, I you know, yeah, Jerry yeah, yeah. was one of them. I think Kevin Reedy was one of them. You know, some there were of the people who had been interested. Some of them made it all the way through today. You know, and there were some people who didn't. But what we kind of did is we, you know, kind of threw it out there. We said, okay, we're going to do this thing, and we, you know, I reached out to the the people that I already knew had been interested. We scheduled kind of a kickoff meeting. We, made we a said. Survey. We did a survey because, you know, internet, right? <laughs> did a survey monkey thing. But we, you know, basically said we're going to have kind of a kickoff meeting. So if you are, you want to be a part of this. And there were way more people at that meeting than are wearing maroon shirts today. That is definitely <laughs> true. But that is to be expected. And, and the thing that I think is really kind of neat is I look at, you know, at those, and, and again, you're listening to this, you don't know, but the organizer's shirts are maroon. That's why I said that. <laughs> but I, when I keep referring to the maroon shirts, when I think about those of us in the maroon shirts, with very few exception, there was no connection between any of us before mm -hmm. we started this. I mean, Shannon and I worked together. I think a couple people had been former Orbitz people, but I don't even think they knew each other at Orbitz, you know, or whatever, but we definitely didn't. And there was... To me, my take is that it was very much, I don't know that I would say it was controlled chaos because I think we were very organized, but we were very flat, you know? I mean, yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I, I wish I could like tell you how to do it, like the things we did right. But to me, I feel like it just kind of all worked. And it doesn't mean like, oh, we didn't have problems and we didn't bike shed over ridiculous crap and all this kind of stuff, but I'm just really, really pleased. And I think what, what happened too is that people people selected themselves out of participating for yeah. various reasons. Either we had some people who, like there was a point, it's kind of funny, this is also if you're thinking about organizing a DevOps days or something like that, so there's a couple little lessons learned. The other thing that we will be doing the same thing, Minneapolis, I gotta give a shout out to Minneapolis. We would not have the event we had today if it weren't for Minneapolis's 18 page post-mortem <laughs> doc that was so helpful and we are planning to Someone Do, might be a little obsessive. <laughs> it was incredibly you, useful. Doesn't mean that we went and said, oh, let's replicate. And that was, that's an interesting thing, too, is if you're looking to, you need, you make, need to make it your own, right? And do things the way that are right for you. But it's nice when someone else has made a couple mud pies and oh, you can yeah, say, exactly. I won't step in that one. Or if I do, I'm going to step in it very deliberately. And, but so one of the things, though, that we, we did was at a certain point, you know, we, uh, so some people selected themselves out in terms of, you know, just like, hey, you know what, this isn't necessarily what I thought it was going to be. You know, some people became too busy with work. And then there was a point when we kind of, the, the joke, and I'll, I'll refer to this way because I called it that myself, but I, I kind of asked for a, a re reaffirmation of the loyalty oath at one point <laughs> because we were getting close and it was like, you, you guys know, had what, an oath? Well, we, Can you recite it? It was a reaffirmation of an oath that we actually never took. Oh, okay. But it was one of those things where you, where we, I, I think it was about six weeks ago, we said, hey, this is getting real, yo. Like, there's going to be a lot of stuff to do. And it's going to, you know, because when you're starting organizing an event like this, it's, it's very deceptively l low amount of work. Because the first couple months, 
there's very little to do because there's a lot of it's a lot of yeah. waiting, a lot of waiting, yeah. and then all of a sudden at the end it's like holy shit, there's so much to do, and we knew it's that like was coming. What's that? It's like an agile sprint. Exactly, right? So we knew that was coming, so we were like, let's just make sure. And everybody, again, I mean, there's, I'm really amazed. Actually, no, I'm not amazed at all at how well this team has executed over these these two days, you know? So I'm, I'm really, really, really happy about that. So Shannon, um, I'm gonna pick on you. Sure. So. What do you kind of, what would, how would you describe the experience of organizing a DevOps days? Yeah. That you started organizing before you'd ever been to one. Yeah, exactly. I really And um, also, I want to speak up. Also, um, if you could talk a little bit about how the difficulty, because uh, again, last night when I was talking to actually a a listener of Arrested DevOps, um, he was asking, uh, he asked one of the organizers on a scale of one to ten, how much more difficult was it to organize this than is it to paint a house? Uh, which well, we agreed um, at the time was not a good analogy. No, no, no. The analogy is is that this is exactly like planning my wedding. <laughs> Except actually, I think planning my wedding will be easier because there'll only be two people instead of ten who are making decisions. There's less bike <laughs> But um, yeah, so um, one so the, of the truth about that is that you'll be making all the decisions. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, no, but um, I think one of the most remarkable things about um, doing this is that it, it's an event that's an, you know entirely run by volunteers, which is like I, I just I, I've never really um, been to a conference or um, you know attend, attended or even heard of a conference really where. There's no one who's in it for some sort of ulterior motive or who's you know trying to raise money or make money off of it. So it's all just um, organized for the community and run by people who are super involved and um, have volunteered their time to put this on. So that's kind of from the from the start. I think that that kind of sets the tone for the whole conference, which is is just again, really unique. But yeah, I think if you're, if you're interested in organizing a DevOps days, a DevOps days in your city, um, or being part of, you know, our, one of our teams, uh, you know, I'm assuming if if we, we'll we'll definitely do it again in Chicago. I don't know. I don't know who, who in the organizer group will come back. I don't want to say our. (laughs) That's what, that's what Jerry said earlier. And I said, I assume we're doing this again in front of somebody who goes, I assume there will be another one. I do not yet want to assume that I will be. Yeah, I don't know if I'll sign myself up again. Until, until we've gotten a little more sleep. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I think I think if you're interested in doing it, it's it's definitely a worthy uh, activity. It's definitely it's definitely a commitment. Like Matt said, we it was almost like we did have to make an oath of, hey, we're in this. We're gonna pull the extra hours and you know stay stay late and and finally get the effing t-shirt design yeah. <laughs> finalized wait stay late and come early because you were saying that you to set everything up you had to be here at like six in the morning that the first i was day here at six thirty yesterday yeah. yeah some people were here yeah and so it's, i was like oh man after after that after party yeah <laughs> oh, i wasn't here at six thirty this morning no it was the but first yeah, day yeah, yeah the first so. day to set things up it was early it was there was a six as the first as the hour there's a six in the morning yeah, yeah there was yeah so Aaron, um, again, so like, and you had not been to DevOps days before either. So right, this is this is yeah, this is my first DevOps days. Actually, I recommend f- going to one yeah. and not just you know, it's <laughs> I, a different experience. I actually <laughs> kind of think that it was. I, I almost feel like I got more out of the the experience by having to help organize than just going alone because I mean I got to see everything that happened 
up to the day of and get to see all the behind the scenes stuff so it's almost like I feel sorry for some people just because I got more uh, more content just you know looking at all the papers and everything that we got to review for the um, presentation uh, presentations um, and like that just helped me like look into a lot of stuff that I never even thought of before so um, I as, uh, as much as I may probably not uh, suggest it to other people I actually had a, a awesome time doing the organizing as well as uh, you know participating in the open spaces and stuff like that that I've never done before it's definitely a different experience doing the two things and that was another thing that we we made kind of clear for a couple reasons was one was early on and we had some some, some people in the, the in the group that it wasn't quite clear as to why we we did it this way was we said if you were an organizer you can't give a talk and it, and actually the funny thing was at first when that was brought up it was like oh because of conflict of it and then very quickly it was like no because for crying out loud you're not going to have any time because everybody who is an organizer this is the downside of being the organizer is you consume as much of the conference as you can but at any given time you could be in the middle of the most interesting open you are on call and actually we're going to give a little plug to uh, our buddies Victor Ops, who we actually did an on-call situation where we we had a, an email address that people could email into. So again, at any given time, like no one was going to come and bug us in a maroon shirt, and I'm not going to be like, dude, I'm not on call. You know, screw you. <laughs> but emails would come in like to to our help email address, and they weren't like critical things, but they would be something like, hey, the sound is bad in the back or whatever. But it was like. It was during Aaron's time, so he was getting alerted, and then he's like, okay, I know during my time to, to do that. And we're going to write kind of that up a little bit, too, about how that worked. And that was, we got that idea from Minneapolis, is that was one of the things I think y'all had talked about wanting to do and didn't yeah. get around to, and then we're like, let's kind of try that. That's actually an interesting idea. Um, the guys and gals in Amsterdam, they they went all out professional and got, like, the headset oh, walkie-talkie system, yeah. and so they're like radioing around to each yeah. other and various oh. things like that. Dude, if you told me they did that, we would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> that so cool. Would have just interfered with everything else that was secret service. The, all the wireless oh, yeah. stuff. <laughs> I I prefer the model where you have like the thing strapped like, around your neck. Yeah, and so like more like special ops, and, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't call it my favorite, but one that I was thought was very interesting and something that needs to get discussed, and I think in the DevOps community we don't do an extremely good job of discussing it, was the, you know, how do I deal with compliance and kind of managing that risk scenario. Uh, so that was the third talk on the first day, if you're wanting to look yeah. it up. <laughs> we'll link to that in the show notes. Exactly. <laughs> Is that how I do it, Matt? Yes. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> on the job training. So it was really interesting to hear this talk because um, there's a lot of fear and uncertainty when you talk about moving faster. And uh, it's just a topic that needs to come up more of like, how do you handle compliance and audits and I things like, like that? Yeah, I like that one too, because uh, we went through a lot of the uh, like vocabulary that you that, find. And that we don't understand. That we don't know, right, yeah. yeah. And so, we, you know, because we do this to other people, right? Where we come in and we say, well, the net scaler is down, the da, 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 and they're like, I don't know right. what you were talking about, right? But the auditors come in there like, do you have a control for the thing and the da, and then we're like, like Control? What? Yeah, so. DevOps um, is not about control, I know. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, right? Yeah, so, so it was good to, to get concrete definitions for those things so we could actually work through that. Uh, yeah, Introduce hi. yourself. This is Steve Pereira from 
Toronto. I'm uh, hey. visiting. Um, so, a uh, talk I really enjoyed, and I, I think it's easy for me to remember because it was just today. I've probably <laughs> forgotten everything from yesterday. I'll go over this. is Good why thing I watch, it's on YouTube. This yeah. is why I watch the videos. But, uh, uh, yeah, Paul's talk about how uh, DevOps uh, equaling 42 uh, was, was awesome for me because I was totally expecting something completely different. Like, I was expecting the talk about DevOps being the answer. Um, and... You know, I, I expected humor in that, but then to to hear that the talk was actually about, you know, not knowing the right question, um, and not being clear on what you actually want out of out of this pursuit, um, was really refreshing. And uh, you know, it's for me as a as a like fe fellow consultant, I think, you know, we, we get to talk about certain academic aspects of of DevOps a lot more than other people do, but. Uh, it's it's really nice to sort of be reminded of like principles where we should be examining uh, the details behind that you know the word that gets thrown around so often. Yeah, you you can thank Matt for that because he came up with the title, and then when you linked when you linked to the like clicked on the title on the schedule, it didn't go to an abstract. Yeah, so it's no, like I, 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 I can remember, remember that. Michael, yeah, Michael, can... Michael Lanyon came up with the oh, title. Okay, all right, there you go. Yeah, but yeah. it was yeah. And so that was very funny watching this. So when you do watch it, I will we will uh, kind of pull back the curtain, and the whole story is not exactly as the way it is Paul told. It is true in that we did have an idea, and then when we tried to like Put it back reconstruct together. it. Wasn't quite like, so much as sorry, the, I don't remember happened. it at all. It just didn't. Oh. It didn't add up as much as it did after a lot of tequila yeah. in Orlando. So, um, but then, as, so the DevOps equals equals forty two was just was a placeholder, and then we kind of talked. But that is kind of talked about. Yeah. Was like, well, then he was like, "Only do, do want, something with it." Yeah. yeah. Well, well, and then it was like, "Do you want to update the abstract?" Like, yeah. You know, and I was like, "No." No, uh, it was well, so appropriate yeah. to just not be. Yeah. yeah. To be totally Maybe empty. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Presentation. So. We're coming to the end, so normally at the end of our show, we do what we call checkouts, and no one is necessarily prepared for that. But if somebody has something cool, either a tip or a thing that they might have learned um, this week, or uh, a cool website or something they want to plug, go ahead. Yes, so I learned something cool. I had never heard of it, and it was in one of the open spaces on hybrid cloud and DevOps, uh, but it's this idea of 12-factor. And so like 12 factors, it's essentially a methodology of how you build your application in a more software-as-a-service type manner. And it's geared towards operations people, and it's geared towards developers as well. And what was interesting is uh, there were a lot of ops people in this open space, but the developers, most of the developers had never heard of it. and. Um, it's, and some an ops person made the point of like, this is definitely something to take back to your devs because they probably don't know because most of the devs that person had interacted with had no idea. So it's 12factor, 12factor.net, and it basically talks all about it. That explains why this morning Tom Duffield says, what do you know about 12-factor apps to me? And I was like, not, not, I know what it is. I mean, like, I know what's a thing. Yeah. Yes, there yes. are 12 of them. And they were like, well, let's learn about it. But that was, it was just kind of an out-of-the-blue conversation. So I'm sure yeah. he was probably yeah. part of that conversation. Paul, you had a... Yeah, I did. Uh, so um, I loved that the hashtag to search for um, DevOps Day Chicago content on Twitter was Deep Dish DevOps. And uh, for lunch today, we had 
pizza from where was it? Giordano's. G- yeah, I have that. If you're in Chicago, go okay, get that. Yes, we're gonna. We're actually probably gonna go get that again. <laughs> that's how good it is. Yeah. So that's a good one. Uh, uh, Trevor, you had a. I, I did. So there's a there's a, a library you can install in your terminal that'll allow you to pseudo make me a sandwich. It plugs into the Jimmy John's API <laughs> and orders you a sandwich based on your JSON parameters. So somebody pseudo make me a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so I just found out today in a tweet about a, a service called Rollout.io, uh, and apparently it's for like apps that you push to the to the app store. Um, and not being sort of like chained to their like approval process, and it somehow allows you to push like hot fixes into your app. Oh wow! Um, hmm. So I only had like three seconds to scroll <laughs> through the, the mobile website like, on my I know phone. You're like, yes, give me that. I want but, all of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's probably worth uh, investigating if you're in mobile app development. I have uh, one checkout, which to some people in the DevOps community, this is nothing new, but it was. Uh, Definitely a, a favorite of this week. So if you're familiar with the game Cards Against Humanity, Bridget Cromhout uh, was the creator, which has now spawned into much larger than Bridget, of DevOps Against Humanity. So it's an open source list of Cards Against Humanity style deck with a lot of very inside baseball, goofy, technical DevOpsy jokes. Uh, we played quite a bit of it last night at the after party. People won a couple Raspberry Pis based on their, their funny hands. So that's DevOps Against Humanity. I think I'll link to it in the show notes. That org. That org. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, just we'll link use to a it. Search in, engine. Say it. No, what, say no, it to see. Just use a search engine. Oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> what you have to do is dot net. You have to say all three and you then you edit. And we'll write one in. We'll link to it in the show notes. In the show notes. <laughs> and uh, also speaking of the after party, there seemed one of the most popular beers going around last night was the local uh, Daisy Cutter from Half Acre. So. Every once in a while, we recommend some alcohol. So uh, this time around, uh, I'm going to recommend that uh, Daisy Cutter. And just a reminder that we have a newsletter, arresteddevops.com slash banana stand. It's the best way to know about upcoming podcast episodes and cool news with DevOps. I can assure you we don't spam you because I rarely remember to send it, but I swear I'm going to get better about that. Well, Matt lies to you all. Thanks to our sponsors, PagerDuty and Redgate. And to our loyal listeners and everybody who was able to join us today in the room. If you enjoy Arrested DevOps, we would appreciate it if you go to ArrestedDevOps.com slash iTunes and uh, add a review to the iTunes store. Be sure to check us out at ArrestedDevOps.com or at ArrestedDevOps on Twitter. We are always happy to get your input, ideas, or feedback at shows at ArrestedDevOps.com. I am Matt, at Matt Stratton. And I'm Trevor, at Trevor G. Hess. We are Arrested DevOps, and remember, there's always DevOps in the banana stand.